everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. This is Emily. And this is Rachel. Because our lives have gotten really busy, we are returning to the every other week format for the time being. This may change, we may keep it, but that's what's going on with the format of the show. Yes. (laughs) We are keeping the K-pop roundup, though. Yes. We know how much everyone likes that. (laughs) We are keeping it. Yes, we'll still be doing the monthly K-pop roundup, and we are planning on doing our second episode every month of some sort of a review of k-drama of an anime of you've even done um what are they called webtoons, webtoons yes manhwas manhwas <laughs> and the like because we've noticed that those are the top most viewed episodes so we will do episodes like that if you miss any particular type of episode or want us to talk about a particular subject please feel free to reach out to us on social media and we will do our best to make that happen Yeah. So today we are reviewing a very interesting Netflix anime, Tresse. And this was recommended to me. I had no idea it existed. And it just came out. It came out on June 10th of this year. Mm -hmm. So we decided to watch it because it was only six episodes. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know about you, but it was on my like Netflix recommended thing. Like, it kept yeah. popping up, and I was like, what is this? <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. So, Tresse is a Filipino anime-influenced show. If you've seen any of Netflix's, like, original animes, that's the kind of style. I would even say maybe a little less sharp mm-hmm. than Castlevania, but Castlevania has a much bigger budget than this. So, yeah. it's like that. This is based on a Filipino graphic novel of the same name, and I did not know that until I did some research, and I'm like, wow, this makes total sense. (laughs) Yeah. There were three separate dubbings for this show, for a Filipino audience, for an English-speaking audience, and a Japanese-speaking audience. In non-Filipino versions, some of the Filipino dialogue were actually retained to give it a Pinoy flavor and encourage foreigners to learn the Filipino language and culture. Pinoy flavor is not my words. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that was, quote, Pinoy, end quote, flavor. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you think about that? Did you enjoy having Filipino phrases that you didn't necessarily know the meanings to in the show? Or did you think it was distracting? I thought it was fine. In fact, I thought it grounded it even more in the setting that the whole show is in Manila, which is the capital of the Philippines. And I'm glad that they kept that in, you know. It's a very distinctive show, and it's all about Filipino culture. And just to have none of that, I think, would have been a little weird. I agree, and I honestly think that a lot of times an English-speaking audience can have this expectation to be catered to about every little thing, and some things just don't have great translations. Some words just aren't translated well into English and their meaning in the original language it should be retained. So sometimes it's okay not to know. And sometimes you can just Google things. <laughs> mm-hmm. So of these three dubbings, the English one was actually done first. Um, and then the Filipino one had to be based on the English version, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. So Tresse's marketing promotions have been praised online, including praise for billboards on EDSA and other major streets in the Philippines that included a unique design style to make the billboards appear to have been vandalized or torn. 
So that's pretty cool. And this garnered a great deal of attention from Filipinos on social media, specifically Twitter and Facebook. And even a popular newspaper in the Philippines, the Philippine Star, had even put Tresse on its front page. So that was some pretty brilliant marketing on their part. Yeah, I think they put all their marketing money into the Filipino marketing and that that makes sense. I feel like the Filipino audience would have liked this way more than just a random English speaking person. For sure. And I I honestly think that it was most popular in countries that were not the United States, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. I think one of them was like Jamaica also. Like it, it was just very cool to see where this was watched the most. And Honestly, I think it's really cool that this is like a Filipino anime. Like, I've never seen that before. And it's so cool because technically (laughs) any country can do animation. So why not the Philippines? And why not have their culture infused into animation as well? Yeah. So the basic premise of the show is... That there is this girl named Alexandra Tresse, and she is a healer warrior who serves as a protector for humanity. And she's protecting humanity from supernatural beings of the underworld. And it's set in Manila. And that's pretty much it. (laughs) I don't want to give away too much about the plot because it's only six episodes. But you get to see her as a little girl, her trial into becoming like the woman that she is. And, you know, there's a big battle at the end. Yeah. You know, honestly, it kind of reminded me of Buffy a little bit. Yes, it kind of did. There's there's obviously lots of elements that are not like Buffy at all. But in general, like, it's this main strong female character who is powerful in her own right. But there's also a whole other culture, like a whole other layer to what is actually Manila. <laughs> uh, the human side of Manila that is this supernaturally run council with many different beings with different cultures different societies different hierarchies and she is trying to navigate that and be like the human seat at the table and it's just really cool there's a lot of like political things that are happening in the background in addition to her just you know battling a big bad of the episode yeah so one of the things that makes this unique is the art style and the character design Mm. it's very gothy Mm -hmm. (laughs) the main character looks like emily the strange yeah and i think even what death is a character or like the grim reaper and she's like this goth lady (laughs) thought that was fun Mm. um the opening was so good and stylish and you can definitely tell it was based off of graphic novels Mm -hmm. by it and Honestly, I thought that the opening was better than some of the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Plot-wise. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of the character design? I thought it was interesting because it was unique because I've never seen character design quite like it. I feel like with anime, like there's obviously dark animes that exist, but even those that stylistically is different, and I think it's just the incorporation of like a Filipino viewpoint and using cultural aspects of like the supernatural and supernatural lore in the Philippines to help guide not only the design, but also like, you know, formation of these characters, I think ended up with like a really unique product that I honestly couldn't see being repeated in any other anime. 
Yeah, I can't see another show ever being like this. <laughs> the premise is so unique. And I feel like even though I didn't like some of it, it's still very distinctive. And I remember it because it's not like anything I've ever seen personally. So <laughs> what did you think of the voice acting? Because I have some thoughts. <laughs> I think I think we're kind of on the same page about that. I feel like the the voice acting for most of the characters was perfectly fine. I think that the main character, Alexandra, her voice actor was was trying to do goth, <laughs> but ended up coming off nonchalant and kind of boring with how she was voice acting. Yeah. Like her two sidekicks, the twins, awesome. Really great voice acting. Yeah. I love it. They have great lines, too. <laughs> they have great lines, yeah. The police chief, great. Like, everyone was totally great or just, like, fine and not noticeable. But the person who voiced Tresse, it she was so monotone. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, either she was not directed in the booth right or something like I don't know what they were aiming for because there's a way to do like goth chick that doesn't sound like a complete monotone I mean a good example is like Raven from Teen Titans you know she's not monotone but she just has a certain cadence to her voice yeah apparently the voice actress is Shay Mitchell for the English adaptation no shit yeah <laughs> She's a singer. Yeah. She she hmm. described her role in the English dub as super fun but intense. So maybe she was a little... Maybe that was the best take. Yeah, maybe she was a little nervous or she felt rushed. But she also had to obviously speak some lines in Filipino, which she was not familiar with. Um, so she worked with a dialect coach prior to each voiceover session over Zoom. So it may have also been because she was doing this isolated... That it was weird, too, mm. if this was recorded during the pandemic. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. Mm. But also, Shane Mitchell is not a professional voice actor. Yeah. that That's also something else. I bet people doing background were. So the comic that this show was based on is very popular in the Philippines. Um, it was originally published independently completely online so it was a web comic and as it got more popular it got a printed release a hardcover compilation titled tresse book of murders has been published and that has the first three graphic novels so that's an omnibus of that so it included journal entries from alexandra's grandfather who also was a babaylan and his son which is her father was a babaylan so Tresse was originally planned for 13 chapters or cases, and volumes one and two have self-contained stories, and they introduce the paranormal world of Manila. And most of the comic book issues are standalone, with the exception of the third issue, where it is related to murders <laughs> from yeah. the other books. <laughs> So Tresse's plot, world building, and characters have garnered comparisons with Hellblazer, uh, Planetary, Batman, X-Files, CSI, Constantine. I can definitely see the influence of the X-Files yeah. <laughs> and Constantine. I feel like I feel like it's Constantine if he was in the X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and the creator 
actually named Ghost in the Shell as a major source of inspiration for Tresse, and Ghost in the Shell continually being the most influential anime of all time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that's on period. Kyle wanted to fight me on that, saying it was Akira. No, it is Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I've seen neither of them, so you can take away my anime card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's like if you ask me what the most influential anime was, I'm just gonna say Full Metal Alchemist. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's a great anime. It's yeah, God tier. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm just gonna. I actually found what I was talking about earlier. Okay. So when Tresse was released in June, it was ranked the highest in the following countries. It was number one in the Philippines. It was number three in Qatar. It was number four in the United Arab Emirates. And it was number five in Jamaica. That's so interesting. Yeah, right? It also ranked high in Austria, Bangladesh, Bulgaria, Canada, Estonia, Germany, Kuwait, Lithuania, New Zealand, Nigeria, Oman, Serbia, Singapore, Sri Lanka, and the United States. (laughs) (laughs) So it, it was pretty well received pretty much worldwide. There are little sprinkles from everywhere. And in particular, the director said that Netflix told her that Tresse is really strong and and mostly reliant on the Philippine market, with the director expressing possibilities for multiple seasons if Tresse continues to receive positive reception. Which it seems like it is, so hopefully they will get renewed for a second season, because this season does kind of end on a cliffhanger. So... <laughs> So I really hope they get season two. Yeah. It it would be kind of weird if there wasn't another season the way it ended. Yeah. <laughs> it would it would be disappointing. I also love how Netflix just says it's it's strong. It's number one here, but they never give out any actual streaming numbers because Netflix loves to be cryptic. Yeah, like not even to their director. I know. Of the thing. <laughs> They're like, eh, it, it, it's strong. <laughs> Like, bitch. I don't know why Netflix does that. <laughs> okay. So, let's do our rankings on a scale from one to five. One being the worst, five being the best. How would you rate the plot of Tresse? I would rate it a, a four. I would rate it a four out of five. I think the plot is really interesting and very unique, especially because I know nothing about uh, Philippine culture. And (laughs) none of the folklore or anything. So all of that was kind of a learning process for me. And I thought it was very interesting. However, I feel like the ending of the first season was kind of predictable. And that was a little bit of a letdown. But otherwise, it was very interesting. So I think the concept of this is a five. But the execution is like a two and a half for me, personally. (laughs) Uh, Some of the episodes I found myself very bored, even though I liked the characters. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm sure that there's great fan fiction out there. Or maybe I'll just read the graphic novel. I think that would probably be better than the show. Rough review from Emily. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, on a scale from one to five, how would you rate the voice acting? I would give it a three, just because all the other characters besides the main actress are fine, and I think they do a pretty good job, but uh, she's a little lackluster for me. I agree with you, but I'm going to give it like a four 
because I liked the okay. uh, twins so much. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were awesome. They were like, hey, bossy. I was like, I love these two. <laughs> <laughs> they were great. I love that they all had, like, accents, too. You know, you never think yes. of that. Yeah. That was very nice. So, on a scale from one to five, how would you rate everything else? The character design and the score and anything else? Um, I would also give that a four out of five. I cannot say enough about how cool the art style is and just like how unique these beings are these supernatural beings in the show i think they did a really good job with that and i don't really remember the music that much but i didn't wasn't bothered by it obviously so four out of five (laughs) i'm gonna give it a four as well i thought all the character designs were very unique thought out and just cool to look at I loved the the demon horse monster. Looked amazing. Yes. That was such a cool yeah. design. And yeah, I'm hoping that if it gets renewed, that we'll get more fun character designs like that. And that Shay Mitchell will get better <laughs> at voice acting. Yeah. yeah, maybe she'll be able to go in the studio and be coached more thoroughly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening to our <laughs> spoiler-free review of Tresse, the first season, let's give our weekly K-pop recommendations. I'm going to recommend Moonlight by BDC, Boys de Campo, which is a trio. I thought it was more people. I was wrong. Unfortunately, I'm going to recommend Next Level by Aespa because I've been listening to it recently and- Rachel, no. It's, 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 it's kind of I don't know. Rachel. It's kind of good. It's kind of good. I don't know. <laughs> next episode, we confront Rachel for a half an hour on why she thinks next level is good. I'm on the next level A. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, you can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash Soulmates Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Soulmates Podcast. Check us, send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Watch some of our travel videos on YouTube under our channel, Soulmates Podcast. You can find this program pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found. iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify, wherever you're listening right now. Make sure you subscribe, you like, you follow, so you can listen to us on Fridays. We will be back next Friday, despite the fact that we're going every other week, because it is the K-pop roundup, and this was a five-week month, so. Yes. Consider this a bonus episode. Yes. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week with the K-pop roundup. Bye. Bye.